You are about to listen to a message preached at Jubilee Christian Center, a parish of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Word, Purpose, Worship, Family, and Community. These are the things that we are about at Jubilee Christian Center. Do check us out at experiencejubilee.org. Thank you and God bless you. Today, um, last week, we, we looked at excuses and responsibilities, and today we're going to look at something uh, in line of that, and we'll be looking at selfishness and, uh, and sacrifices, selfishness and sacrifices. Last week, one of the things we uh, made to know is that we have to be accountable accountability no excuses no excuses but today we'll be looking at selfishness and sacrifices uh, interestingly we will still use the text we used last week which is on Cain and Abel to look at this one of the things that one of the ways that God releases favor on his people on his children is true sacrifices. Is true sacrifices. Let's go to um, Genesis four. We'll read from verse one to eleven. Um, NIV version. Adam made love to his wife and became and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, "With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man." Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks and Cain walked on the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some, some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel brought his own offering as well, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his stock. Please just note that. He brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering because of his choice. So we're looking at selfishness and sacrifice. And sacrifice in the sense of self-sacrifice. So what happened here is that Abel looked at what he had to give God that this must be something that means so much to me. I can't give God what does not cost me something. Selfishness says it's about me. Sacrifice says it's about Christ. It's about Christ. So he looks at it, and because he took that act, Bible says what happened, God looked at him with favor. May God look at you with favor in the name of Jesus. He looked at him and his offering with favor. We knew what followed Jesus. Bible talked about him that he obtained, he got favor from God and man. God looked at him with favor. But on Cain and his offering, what did Bible say? God did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry. So why should we be angry when you are thinking about yourself only? when you did not even think about what you are giving to God Almighty. Why should he be angry? And his face was downcast. 
So because he was selfish, he was thinking about himself, that led him to what? Anger. He became angry. His face gone down. God asked him a question, and Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is knocking at your door. God was even warning him in advance. His desire to have you, you I mean, and you must rule over it. Now, Cain said to his brother, let's go out. And from there, he, he attacked him and killed him. He committed murder. So from selfishness to anger to what? To murder. To sin. He killed him. Took his life out. And we see that happening today in a society where you have people, they have someone standing somewhere and they feel the best way to take out this person is to kill the person. We see that today. We see that today. And Lord said to him, where is your brother? He lied again. He said, I don't know. After killing him, am I his keeper? And Lord said to him, what have you done? Listen, his blood is crying out to me from the ground. Now you are what? Under a curse. And that's what selfishness can do. Took him from selfishness to anger to murder, to killing his brother, and now to lying under a curse from God Almighty. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. You know, verse 13 says, Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is what? More than I can bear. That's what selfishness can do. So what is selfishness? Is I mean, so I, I looked at it. It's about self. Self is. Right? Self is. It's selfishness, right? It's taken from the word selfish. And you can just shorten it to make it very easy for you to understand. Self is. It's about self. It's about myself. What's sacrifice? What does it mean? Sacrifice means giving up something that you want to have normally, but you, you are ready to give it up. You are ready to give it up. And I wrote selfless, less of yourself. Because another word for sacrifice is selflessness. And that's talking about self-sacrifice. Selflessness. And that's about Christ. Is Jesus has called us to live a life of sacrifice. A life of sacrifice. Um, in the Old Testament, we read about different type of sacrifices where you have people sacrifice things unto God. But the reason why they do that then was because they need to do that like to make an atonement for sin. They believe we've sinned all through last year, then let's put something down so that we can make atonement for our sins and God will set us free. And there you see different types of offering. 
see burnt offering, uh, I mean of sacrifices, you see burnt offering, purification offering, and so on and so forth. But what has come now is with Jesus, we are called to a new lifestyle. A new lifestyle. Paul said in Romans 12, says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And it says in verse 2 of Romans 12, that do not be conformed to the standard of this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind renewing your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is is good pleasing and perfect perfect will so we've been called to live a life of sacrifice instead of just taking animals because jesus had come and he died for us and bible makes us to know uh in in Second Corinthians 5, that because Jesus died for all, we have all died. And we are now to live our life for Jesus that died for us and uh, gave his life for us. Um, there's one um, example I, I want to use here. And, and this is, is, a, is a story of uh, two people who are friends. They were going and one of them found a wallet, a purse. So when the guy found the, I mean, when he saw it, he picked it up and he opened the wallet, there was money inside. So he was excited. So he said, look, I found a wallet. And the friend said, no, it's not just you, it's both of us. The guy said, no, it's for me only. It's not for us. You know, this is, I, I'm the one that found it. You actually didn't see it. I was the one that saw it. And the friend insisted that, no, you know, everything we've always done, we've always done it together. But in this case, I'm sorry. You know, this one, I'm alone on this matter. The next thing that happened was they had some people making noise running towards them, carrying machetes, objects to come and attack them. Thief, thief, thief. Now, the first one that said, I found the wallet, said, no, sorry, see, they are coming now. What are we going to do now? The guy said, no, we, how? How did I come into this matter again? Now, you said I'm not part of it. So if you know you wanted me to be part of it, you would have accepted from the first instance that we found it together. So now we'll be able to solve this problem so that if, even if they are going to kill us, they will kill us together. Now, I have a question to ask you. Who is selfish among the two of them? Who is selfish among the two of them? The guy that found the wallet. How about the second guy that said, we found it together? You forgot that there's someone that owned that wallet that the wallet is missing from. So both of them are selfish, but in a different perspective. 
they're both selfish. They're both selfish. And this is sometimes, you know, when we look at things, some we, we need to find a way to look at it that how does this affect other people? And that's why sacrifice is about selflessness. Selflessness. Selfishness destroys. Sacrifice wins. In Luke 12, 13 to 21, see Jesus talking, condemning um, selfishness. He used, he used an example. Um, he, he talked about uh, a wealthy uh, man that said, my soul, eat, drink, because everything was, was fine for him. And God said, I'm going to, today, I'm going to ask you for your, for your life. Verse 20, I'm going to read it. God said to him, what a fool you are to trust in your riches and not in me. And not in me. This very night, messengers of death will demand to take your life. Then you will get all the wealth you've stored up. Verse 21 says, the same thing will happen to all those who fill their lives with everything but God. God is calling us today to fill our life with him. To fill our life with him. And how do we do that? By living our life for him. I'll give some quick examples of people in the Bible who were selfish. We talked about Cain. Another one is Ahab. Um, King Ahab, he, he, was, he wanted a, the yard of Naboth, and he didn't know how to go about it. His wife just took a step, killed the man, and gave him the person's vineyard as a gift. As a gift. He just thought about themselves only. Interestingly, during Jesus' time, James and John, they've also at some point thought about themselves that Jesus, can we have a different place in your kingdom so that it will just be for us alone where your special ones. But Jesus is quick to tell them that it's fine. But just make sure you think about the others. Selflessness, sacrifice. We have examples of people also who demonstrated selflessness, I mean, which is sacrifice, living a sacrificial life. Abraham was one of them. Um, so if you look at the life of Abraham, there was a particular time when he, with Lot, they needed to share what they have. And he, he was the elder one, but he still told Lot that we are take first. Take first. And Lot looked at the place that is juicy. Guess what? He took it. But what did we learn from that? No matter what you can see now, there's a God that sees far than human eyes. So today we see things, but sometimes those things are not like what we're seeing. And what did God do? The land that Lot thought was good, God turned the one for Abraham into 
I mean, much better land. Much better. We have Joseph. Joseph, his brother, sold him into slavery. But he, took, he make all, made up his mind. He wasn't going to pay them back. No. No. So we must put self to death. That is something we have to do. And that's the life we've been called to live. That's life we've been called to live. There are two things we must do to overcome selfishness. Two things. One, the first one is found in 1 Corinthians 10, 24. And that's from Paul. He says, don't, I mean, the Passion Translation, um, he said, don't, so don't always seek what is best for you at the expense of others. So don't always seek what is best for you at the expense of others. I can tell you, our society today, Nigeria today, we are where we are because people most times look at what? What is good for themselves. They don't look at what is good for everybody in the country generally. They now take us all into a plunge. But God is saying, we are different people. We are called to live a holy life. We are Christians. We are kings and priests of God Almighty. So we can't live the kind of life others are living. We cannot. We cannot. We cannot. I think it's the second one is Paul wrote and said, in whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. Do it to the glory of God, to God's glory. That's found in 1 Corinthians also 10. You find it in verse 31, NKJV. Whatever you do, so those two things, just have that at the back of your mind, to the glory of God. Okay, one of the things that I also want to mention is that selfish people sometimes, those acts come because of being myopic, right? I mean, selfish sometimes is, is coming from sh being short-sighted, being short-sighted. They can't see so far. But I want us to look at life of few people in the Bible that lived sacrifice specifically Moses so what's the story of Moses Moses is someone that God said this man is different he has made a lot of sacrifices for me he will go and be with God for 40 days and 40 nights do we know what it means when he would God for 40 days and 40 nights that means there is no food though we don't know, or we think God would be feeding him where he's there. He's waiting on God. He's waiting on him. I asked a question last week from some people. That how did you think Moses wrote Jan, um, I mean Genesis? How did you write Genesis to, left, uh, to Deuteronomy, the first five books? How did you write it? It was not around when all those things happened. 
He was not around. Far, far. But God showed him those things. Four ways of becoming living sacrifices. One, reading and studying the word of God. God gave that to Joshua. We saw him give him. He says, I mean, um, this book of law shall not depart from your mouth. On it, you meditate as Joshua wanted. You meditate on it day and night. Meditate on it day and night. So that everything you do will go well and you will be prosperous. Second Timothy 2.15 talks about us studying to show ourselves approved unto God a workman that needs not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. Another way of doing that is of, of li living, uh, making, living a sacrificial life is serving in God's kingdom with your talents. With your talents. Today we have all, I mean, everyone looking at me now, you have different skills. But when we come to church, we feel we can't use that skill for God. So when we see people in the Bible, that Bible says he has one talent. He kept it under, right? What did we think? What we thought maybe God gave him a gift. He didn't use it outside. But you can also use that gift here in the church. You can use that gift here in the church. I know a number of us made commitment last week. But God is looking for you. God is always looking for people who will sacrifice for him. Who will give up things to serve in his kingdom. Who will use what he has blessed them with for the glory of his name. For the glory of his name. Today I charge you to pick up your royal behavior. Pick it up. Revelations 5.10 says you have chosen us to serve our God and formed us into a kingdom of priests who reign on earth. We are priests. When this, the Bible says we're a kingdom, it didn't say king. That means you are a sovereign entity, sovereign nation. Sovereign nation. One of the kingdom um, principles is, I mean, the principle of sacrifice is a major, major powerful principle. And people understand it. They use it very well. And that is, uh, it's very important. Finally, I will just talk about a spirit that works against sacrifice. It's called the Antichrist. Anything working against the spirit of Jesus. Daniel 11, 31 to 32 talks about, about this. It says, but those who know their God, those who know their God will be what? Will be strong and do exploit. Another version of the Bible says they will be strong and fight back. And fight back. God has called us to live his, our lives for him. To live our lives for him. And I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus.
Every time God is calling you to pray, please pray. Stand up. Yes, it's not easy. But just summon that courage and stand up. Every time you have that knowledge that let me study the word, take up that Bible in the middle of the night. Interestingly, you have Bible on phones now. Just take your phone and read. Study. And it shall be well with us in the name of Jesus. When we sing, all to Jesus I surrender, do we really surrender? Do we really surrender? Or we should sing, change that song and say, some to Jesus I surrender. I just want us to rise this morning. Let's rise and pray. The truth is, we make sacrifices all the time, but for different reasons and for different purposes. For different purposes. John 12, 24 to 26. John 12, 24 to 26. I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation. It says, let, this is Jesus talking to um, the disciples. It says, let me make this clear. A single grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain of wheat unless it drops to the ground and dies. That's saying die to self and coming alive to Christ unless it dies because then it what? It sprouts great harvest of wheat or because of one grain that died. There's a great harvest that is here but we must die to self. God is calling us to rise up because he said to look on us with his favor. I just want us to lift our right hand and say, Father, I surrender all to you. Father, have your way in my life, even as you have come to visit us, that you show yourself strong and mighty in my life. In the name of Jesus.